0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Uncomfortable Truth. I'm your host, Big Rick, and today we are talking about some Yankee bastards up in Wisconsin. Man, let me tell you, woo, these some douchebags if I've ever seen some. Uh, you ever heard of that D.I.W. podcast? Hey, hey,
1: hey it's, it's D.W.I. What the fuck? What's going on here, DP? Who is this guy? Well,
2: we're the assholes here. We're the assholes now. Just because we got a team in the in the Eastern Conference Championship most anticipated premiere of the last decade one night in
0: milwaukee
2: milwaukee eh fun town drink it in
0: man
1: did you really think that i would expose myself in the toxic dump that is milwaukee Nothing.
0: You just made the list! Who wants to walk with a Welcome to the Sammy and Kevin Show! Good.
1: Gentlemen, welcome back to the DWI podcast. My name is PC Tunney. I am your commissioner and the Commissioner, the United States of the Americas, and I am joined, as always, by the Baron of Blueprints, the Dean of Design, the constant, constance of constipated. I mean, constant. I don't know that one. I don't know where I was going with that one. The inebriator in the air of awesome, none other than
2: DPP. How would you know about my uh, bowel issues today? That's really weird. Let's keep
1: the show moving along, DP! (laughs) All
2: right, then. All good. We're all good. So, we are, of course, not alone today for episode 202 of the DWI podcast, PC Tony.
1: No, we are joined by the man you heard ripping us a new one in the open there. But all in fun and games. Thanks for doing that. We got Big Rick from The Uncomfortable Truth right here. How the hell you been, Uh, my friend?
0: uh, I'm good. First off, uh, I never told y'all congratulations on 200 episodes.
1: Oh, thanks. thanks, DP did did Uh, most of the work.
0: Not really. Not really. But anyway, uh, thank you for having me on the show, guys.
1: (laughs) Wow. You know. We mentioned it right here as we brought you in, and it was part of our our fun cold open here. But tell us a little bit about the new show and and what people can expect and what you're trying to do with it. Um, I I heard a little bit of the episode, the Marvel episode. I believe you had Big Dave and Patrick O'Dowd on, correct?
0: I did. Yes, we spoke uh, two and a half hours of uh, everything Marvel, and I kind of... I kind of shit the bed because I was opening saying the uh, Marvel comic universe, when in reality it's uh, the Marvel cinematic universe. And uh, I texted Dave about a day later. I said, way to save me, asshole. Uh, (laughs) No, but it's just, man, I had a wrestling podcast, had a sports podcast, wanted to talk about different things on each show, didn't really fit. So I just combined them. Now we have a podcast talking about politics, movies, uh, sports, wrestling, you name it, it's on there. And I'm about to release, as soon as I get done with y'all, we, uh, a buddy of mine, Chris America, came on from Twitter, and it's about mental illness, because May is uh, Mental Health Month, and it got pretty uh, pretty emotional on that one. It's a part one of two, so that's going to be released today, and um, yeah, anything and everything.
1: Can't wait to tune into that. So you're saying your podcast is about sports and entertainment? Sports and entertainment,
0: yes. A sports
1: fan, huh? No, I am. Thanks, though, not a sportsman, huh? No, well, I am. All right, and we're not going to play this
2: game. damn it.
1: Big Rick, thanks for coming on the show. You can find that show right there on thechairshot.com. You can find Rick at Big Rick Truth on the Twitter for everything you need there. We'll hit that all that social media up once again. But DP, I think that it's a great time right now to let everybody know what's happening this week. On the podcast known as DWI. Well, well we're waiting. Say it with him, Rick. We're waiting. Sheet. No, you didn't like that. Sheep. Oh. <laughs> Sheet. No, Rick, you don't want in on this.
0: Sheep. Uh, I always want in. Sheet. I'm all in. Sheet. 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 It's a big show sheet.
2: Sheet, sheet? Yeah. What, wait, wait, We need you to just say sheet.
0: Where, 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 which show sheet, am I on? Sheet. Sheet. Sheet?
1: That works. Hey. She you did it twice. Hey. Okay, here we go. This week, well, I, I had to do something with this segment. We're previewing Money in the Bank. DPP, ring the bell! See, it wasn't a long sheet, so I figured we'd, you know, play, sure around, with, play around with that sheet. Was not really a big, big show money.
2: sheet at that point? What are so, we what,
1: I don't know. We'll have to think of we'll sheet? have to think of a new yeah, there you go. It's a horny sheet. That horny little sheet. <laughs> sheet. Hey, speaking of Hornswoggle tomorrow night, Waukesha Elks Lodge four hundred, twenty-three hundred one, 2301, Springdale Road, Bruce City Wrestling. Hornswoggle will be there. So check that out. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet, go to Bruce City Wrestling One. That's Bruce City Wrestling, the number one, Bruce City Wrestling One dot Believe they're twenty bucks at twenty bucks at the door. Uh, great food oh, out that's there. Not bad. So among the other ringside. I believe Beer City Bruiser is going to be there as well, so All oh, right, shout
0: out to shout out to that guy. He's oh. uh, he follow me on Twitter,
1: man. Shout there you out. go. <laughs> there you go. Follow the Beer City He's Bruiser. A good dude, man. He he'll probably follow yeah. you back. No, he is a really nice guy. We've we've had the privilege to have some beers with the Bruiser of oh, Beer nice. City. Can he put him down?
2: I would imagine yes. He can he can put him down. He nice. puts them down during the show. Have you watched? I mean, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, one time I was, okay.
1: I, I'm out in the bar getting. It was like after the second match, a couple th- um, shows ago. I'm out in the bar getting drinks for DP and Double S, who comes with us. And Bruiser uh, comes walking by, and he's holding the Coors Light, and I'm like, "Cheers, brother." He's like, "Yeah, why don't you get your ass back in there? I'm having my match right now." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, "You're going on second for the t- or third for the title." He's like. Just go in there, and I'll come in behind you.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: Anyway, <laughs> nice. all right.
0: Hey, I, real quick, before we get on this, uh, my neighbor, uh has a has a hookup uh, in Wisconsin. I don't know where, but he's get he gets spotted cow flown in every other month. Oh, there you go. And I had it for the first time, and uh, I don't know what. you, I'm sure you guys drink a lot more beer than I do, but I I certainly enjoyed that beer.
1: Um my favorite from them is called Moonman's. Say Brewery? Yep. Yep. I, what, what is it called? Moon Man. M-O-O-N. and Man with a S. Mans. Moon man's.
0: I'ma look into it. It's like a it's
1: like an IPA light. You like IPA oh, nice. Yeah, it's really good. It's smooth. Smooth. Yeah, excellent. There's a little mini version of what you're drinking. Rick's been drinking uh yeah, kind of New Glarus. It's it's the New Glarus Brewing Brewing Company, right? Are you asking me? No, I'm looking oh, okay. at DP New Glarus. There you yes, go. Sir. Yep, that's that's the company. <laughs> so anything by them is pretty good. It's pretty good. All right. I brought up the fact that there was nine matches on the show, and you guys didn't like that. And then I told you, oh, that's <laughs> not including the two Money in the Bank matches. So let's real briefly, briefly around the horn. I mean, what do you do if? What's your, what's your solution if you think this is too long? Mine is they don't need to defend every title. You make it more special to be on the pay-per-view. You make it more special to be on Raw or SmackDown. Some of these people, uh, does main event even exist still? You it know, does. Let's get that on there with more of these people. We'll make that something on the network. But it's just too many matches. It's not important. And even the biggest shows, everybody gets to go. So I, I don't get it. That would be my, I would I would slim the roster a little bit and and have these less matches more important. You know you can spread them out. Rick, let's go over to you and, and what I don't know. Make some sense out of what I'm jarbling out of my mouth. I'm not drinking right now, so this is really weird.
0: But I tend what? to, uh, <laughs> I tend to agree with uh, with PC a lot when I listen to his shows. But that that's that's my biggest thing is everyone doesn't have to be on every show every week it's it, nothing special anymore. You keep so many people off of TV for a couple weeks. When they come back, you're like, oh, okay, I haven't seen this person in a couple weeks. Let me sit down and watch. But when you have this... Everybody on TV every week, every pay-per-view, I just don't see why WWE feels they have to have almost every talent on every pay-per-view. Seven, eight matches. If you cut it, you cut it. If not, then do what you need to do as as, as a performer to up your game and, and get in there. It's, it's, it's almost like... It, you're ex- it's expected to be on the card when it shouldn't be that way. It's you need to earn your placement on that card. It's, it, it's too overexposed. Everyone is overexposed right now. You got hours and hours a week of wrestling television. It's just too much. It's not special anymore. Back in the day when it was just Monday Night War, Raws War, it was once a week. So it was a, it was a tune in. And, and even when Stone Cold was on top, even Stone Cold wasn't on television every week. And then that was the hottest star. Just overexposure not everybody has to be on the card uh earn your placement don't don't feel like uh, it's expected you're going to be on it. it it shouldn't be that way
2: so let me ask this question because i'm not i'm not sure and i i, I guess that you guys aren't going to have necessarily have the answer but back in the day being on the pay-per-view was a big deal because you got more money you got a better you know where if you were on the card you got more money nowadays with the wwe network it's less pay-per-view necessarily revenue is there a benefit to being on the pay-per-view card nowadays? Is there more of a benefit? Do you do you get an extra, I'm guessing maybe you get a little extra bump, but is it the same as it was? I have no
1: idea. That's a good question for, for you know, Greg, I would imagine, um, or a couple other people we know that may know. But I would imagine you get some kind of bump, but a lot of those things are guaranteed in appearance. And I guess you'd say they'd still get bonuses for big shows. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure that that happens. Probably. Well, well, let me throw, something.
0: Let me throw this at you. Uh, I just took an average number: one hundred eighty-nine thousand buys on an average pay-per-view. Again, this isn't WrestleMania. This is this is just an average. At, at, at forty-nine dollars a pop, that's nine point three million in pay-per-view revenue. Uh, with one and a half million subscribers, the WWE is is grossing fourteen point nine million dollars a month. You're off the network. So that's five million dollars more than they would have gotten on pay per view. By so, I don't see how, how any of any, any pay comes in unless I'm looking at this all wrong.
2: And maybe maybe it's the house. Maybe it's the money from people that go to the show. You know, it's more expensive to go to, a, to go to the shows. You know, when it's a pay per view.
1: But if you have guaranteed income coming in, guaranteed profit coming in, you're more likely to guarantee the contracts then instead of paying them. You know, if they didn't know how big everything was going to be. That's why you got your most of your money on the bonuses for the shows. It was easy for them once they had that money. Now they have that money all the time. Right. They can say, here's what you're getting. Here's where you're supposed to be. So I would imagine it's yep. less like it used to be, but I'm sure there's still bumps along the way for each thing. You know, There's the sure. infamous story yeah. of, of the Hardys and Dudleys and Edge and Christian going to JR and Bubba speaking for all of them and saying, we just I think it was after the first ladder match, you know, we just killed ourselves. We appreciate what we got, but we think we deserve more, you know. And JR went back, and JR said that Vince really didn't give him too much shit and said, yeah, you're right, and they got more because they asked for it, but they had earned that. So I guess right, that's what sure. we're all trying to say is we want everybody to keep going out and earning it, and it feels like it's getting a little bit lazy. Although you talk about how these guys get booked and, and these deadlines or these guidelines that they're given – they have to let the writers know that who they are. I think that's the big thing there. Um,
0: and, and that's the thing, man. I think a lot of the, and again, I, I, this is just my opinion. It's subjective. I just think a lot of these superstars uh, are expected to be given 100% direction. It, it's You're going to have to give as much as the writers give to get your character over. And when Vince said grab the brass ring, it, it, it means when we give you something, do it at 100% and show us that you have something more than what we're offering. Not so much go on Twitter and make a name for yourself.
2: So, yeah. well, All right. Let, you got something to add to the end of that, DP? No, I, I just to expound on the whole idea of the pay-per-view and, and having 11 matches that we're having, just, mm-hmm. I, you know, stuff we've talked about before. Eliminate some titles. You know, we don't need we don't need a WWE title and a Universal title. We don't need two women's titles. You want to make them more important. Have one title and have them cross brand it. You make the you know you don't defend it. You defend those titles at every pay per view. I think mid card titles you don't need to defend at every pay per view. You can you can reduce those. Have those more be on Raw and SmackDown and have those as kind of your marquee title matches that happen. You know you don't need two tag titles all that could go away and that would reduce some of those matches and it would make some of those title matches more important because you, you know, you don't get to see a title match, you know, a SmackDown guy doesn't get an opportunity to go after the WWE title every month because he doesn't have that, you know, because there's not necessarily a title specific to that brand. So it, it makes it, I don't know, to me, it would make it more important, but that's another way to eliminate a couple of these matches and, you know, We've well, 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 reduced this time down a little
0: bit. Even to that point, I mean, I think you have so many matches because, like you said, you have so many titles. You, you eliminate everything to one. And then, uh, I, first off, uh, I really don't want to go too deep, but I'm against the brand split. I like one roster. Earn your spot on the roster. And I think they have they split them up because at one point, you had so many talented wrestlers on each side. You 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 have to do something. Now, it's, it's, I don't see as much talent as you did back in the day. Now it's like we have two brands because we have to feature everybody. No, you don't have to feature everybody. You have to feature the people that earn the right to be featured. So it's sort of like we're handing out trophies. Okay, but we're going to do a brand switch so you can get 10 minutes on television. Mm, No, not really, because that's what loses me as a casual viewer. And I say casual viewer because I just keep up with it now on Twitter and podcasts like you guys and Greg and Dave, and and that's just how I keep up with it.
1: Well, you know, DP... And I agree a lot on a lot of things, and that's how we run the show. We just bring in more people that agree with us. So before we start getting <laughs> into the match, let's take Support a pause.
0: supporters, right? Let's, let's take a pause <laughs> for the cause.
1: Woo! This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, The TheChairShot.com. thechairshot.com.
2: Always use your head with attitude,
1: bitch. Yeah, that's right. You tell him, Platt. All right. Let's get into the card. First of all, did the Iconics end up with a tag team match for the show or not, DP? Uh,
2: Negatory, good buddy. Okay. Then I didn't miss anything.
1: And they won't lose the titles then this Sunday. Okay.
2: Uh, uh, Good thing we had those. Iconic.
1: Iconic. All right. Uh, pre-show, I believe Tony Nese will be defending that 205 Live title against Aria Davari. I'm just going to go back to saying my brief thought on this is, why did Buddy Murphy lose to Tony Nese at WrestleMania? That did nothing for 205 Live. DP, go ahead. Talk about this match at the Money in the Bank pay-per-view.
2: I, I, I don't no want to. these two people. I don't want
1: to. <laughs> All right, Rick, the burden of talking about the 205 Live championship match is on you. Ready, set, go.
0: I think Vance found out Buddy lost Alexa. So he goes, ha, he lost his woman. Let's let him lose his title. And well, that's pretty much what happened there.
1: Great. Let's talk. Let's move on to the next match. Daniel Bryan and Rowan will be taking on the Usos. Now, didn't the Usos move over to Raw? I think Wild so. Wild
0: card, pal.
1: I understand. But what happens if they take those titles Wild back over card, to Raw? Wild
0: card, pal. Oh, Jesus. God really? damn it. We'll figure it out later
1: show it's folks this show should be over in about six minutes let's uh, move on no i'm just no i mean is i don't see the usos winning here it's a nice match that i do want to see but all right let's perfect time let's let's end the talk about this match by doing this segment
0: yeah well you know that's just like uh your opinion man
1: yes or no answers please in your opinions man's Will the Usos win the tag titles at Money in the Bank? DP? No, they won't, brother. Big Rick. Nope. And that's been another edition of...
0: Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man.
1: Let's move on to Samoa Joe defending the United States title against Rey Mysterio. Now... You guys remember for can we, can the last. We go
0: lat- back to talking about two hundred five live.
1: No, no, no. Listen, listen. Where I'm going with this? For okay. the lat, for the about, for about, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe a year and a half to two, two and a half years before Rey Mysterio came back to WWE, there was all this talk about him always coming back to WWE, right? When is he going to sign? It's going to happen at some point, right? Whereas, was he waiting for the right time? Where it worked out that he could bring his kid on the road with him and involve him into some storylines, and that's why he waited. And him and Vince had it all planned out. Do you think that's possible? Because Ray has always been on good terms with WWE, and Ray is a crucial, crucial part of c- catching you know uh, the, the the Latino viewership,
2: right? Well, it's a whole reason that they put Andrade on SmackDown and they got Rey Mysterio on Raw. It's, uh, I don't think it was exactly, like, timing just for that reason. I think it was just them trying to work out the best time for him to come on. I don't think it mattered necessarily, like, oh, I want to bring my kid on the road. They could have done that a year earlier, too, if they... would have figured out a, a good deal and what would have worked out for everybody for their schedules. So I don't think necessarily that was uh, part of it, but I know, but I'm sure he wanted to do it whenever it happened. And it works out nice that, you know, he's trying to become a wrestler and you got a guy like Rey Mysterio and a company like WWE willing to do this for them, which is pretty awesome and pretty amazing for a guy like Dominic to have this opportunity Just be in the storyline with you know one of the greatest wrestlers of all time in Rey Mysterio and a phenomenal wrestler in Samoa Joe who will probably be a Hall of Famer one day too. He's
1: done this already though, you know,
2: when they had the uh the paternity match, the paternity
1: test, yeah, between Eddie and Rey back in the day. That was (laughs) somebody had a really brilliant tweet about it. Uh, I couldn't remember. (laughs) Rick, I see you smirking over there. I know you weren't too excited to talk about this topic. Any thoughts on what we were talking about or the potential of a United States title change?
0: Just shout out to Dominic, man. He, he's found a way to get back on television years and years later. Uh, I just, like, after after the complete domination of, of Ray that, that Joe did at WrestleMania, I, I'm not convinced that anything, I don't know, it just, you got dominated. What makes me think you're going to do anything
1: different in this match? All right, Okay. I can see where you're coming from there. Well, so what was Braun Strowman's partner's dead little boy? What was his name?
2: I've already forgotten his name.
1: Well, let's put it this way. Nicholas.
2: Nicholas. Nicholas well, yes, yeah, yeah, skin Nicholas
1: on Dominic returning after all these years should give Nicholas some hope. That's what we're going to conclude from this conversation about Samoa Joe and Ray Mysterio. Okay, gentlemen. I think this is something we're all going to want to you know, chew, on, chew the fat a little bit here. The Miz versus Shane McMahon in a steel cage match. I'm looking forward to it. How have you guys been liking the interaction between The Miz and Roman Reigns on Raw? And SmackDown this week. I'll have to edit that so it's all in tight together. Well, now I can't because I said that. So, DP, go ahead. Why don't you, uh, yeah, you start talking before I ruin the entire show?
2: wait for that brother oh well anyways hey, the Miz and shane mcmahon i you know uh, i like it's a different interaction you know we have, we have when's the last time we've seen the Miz and roman reigns both on the side of good and being in the same ring together uh, it's very different uh you know i didn't really do anything for me necessarily um uh, you know i think it seems like roman reigns is going back to his you know, getting booed and not as over as as he once was after the whole issue with his leukemia thing. But uh, this is going to be a fun match. You know, Shane McMahon's going to do something daredevil off the top of the cage. What, however, it ends up, I, I feel there's going to be some interference in this one in some shape or fashion. But I, I'm looking forward to it because I, you know, Shane McMahon's going to go all out and balls out like he always does. So this is going to be a lot of fun. You know, hopefully it's. It seems like it's going to be the end of the feud because now they're kind of bringing Shane McMahon in with Roman Reigns and Elias and all that as well. So it seems like this is the chance for them to kind of split it off since The Miz is going to SmackDown and Reigns is going to, or Miz is going to Raw, Reigns is going to SmackDown. So, you know, I, I don't know how you feel about this one, Big Rick, on kind of where they're going with this uh, whole storyline between that whole kind of group of people.
0: No, the the Miz as a face has been has been fantastic, and anytime you have Shane in a match, you know whether take your smarkiness out of the uh, out of the um, out of the, the the conversation here. Shane's going to give you everything he has. So as a wrestling fan, you need to appreciate that. And if for once, like you said, the feud's going to end here. It's when's the last time we actually had a steel cage match? What a steel cage match was needed to end a feud. So. Uh, I'm liking The Miz as a face. Uh, And you said the Roman and The Miz interaction hasn't really done much for you, but it's something different to your point. Something we haven't seen in a while. And that's what WWE is, uh, I think, is is starting to do slowly, but they're giving you something different, something to think about. Um, But yeah, I'm looking forward to this match, man. I think it's
1: gonna be entertaining. No, you made a really good point there in using a steel cage match to end this feud because I was on Driving with DeMarco, Tuesday afternoons with Greg, and we just talked about a possibly leaked poster or images of matches for uh, the Saudi Arabia show, which I believe is going to be the Time of Sands, or, or is it the, what is it? No, they're not doing that. They, they are, It's just the
2: Super Show? What's it called? Jewel of the Nile. The last I saw it was just Super Show. Oh man, I thought they named it something Sands in the Hourglass, So Are the Days of Saudi Arabia Listen, wrestling.
1: I am not going to call it what Christopher Platt calls it, okay? I won't do it. You guys can if you want to, but I'm not I'm not going to call it the Jam in the Sand 3. I'm not going to call it that. No, oh. but but the pictures that I was privy to whether they're right or not have Shane versus Roman in Saudi Arabia. So You see Shane possibly coming out and interfering or helping Elias feed Roman in, in, in that match.
2: Oh, I gotta imagine somebody's interfering in that match for sure to help get that storyline over Whether it's, whether it's Shane McMahon, maybe, you know, depending on when the matches go on, I guess, you know, let's, let's see when those matches happen. If the Reigns and Elias is first, I definitely see Shane coming out and interfering in that match. Hey, Rick, what do you think about that? Uh, I concur
0: with you. I I love to put my input in, but yes, uh, yeah, I agree.
1: <laughs> All right. You can say the same thing as DPP. We can play who said it better, you know.
2: Oh, I'll lose on that every day. No. <laughs> nope.
1: Okay, before we get into the world title matches, and there are four of them. Let's talk about these money in the bank matches. Ladies first, Alexa Bliss, Naomi, Natalia, Dana Brooke, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Ember Moon, and Money Mela Carmela. Gentlemen, predictions. Uh, you know, do you have one, two, three that you possibly could see? WWE said they want to make stars out of these money in the bank. Rick, why don't you tell us here what you're thinking for, for this year's women's money in the bank?
0: Uh, do you guys uh, ever, you ever go to the casino and play roulette or play it on your
2: iPad or? Sure. Okay. Okay. I, I, I am aware of the game.
0: Okay. I've so been, if you, you walk in a roulette game and, and, and
2: black I've been is known, hit. I've been known to drop
1: hundred dollar bills on the roulette table. Yes. Yes. No, you go st- in. and That's a true story.
0: Black the last 15 times. Uh, what are you going to bet on that next thing?
1: 15 because gonna, I once won uh 200 and what did I win no 750 bucks betting black 15 once Rick
0: so you're gonna bet black and and to me I see Alexa bliss is that until she, until anyone else can step up to her level or she can prove that she's no longer worthy of being the top female superstar in the company I think you have to go back to Alexa bliss she's just on everything that she does a hundred percent. And I think yeah, uh, you got to run with her, man. She's the hottest thing right now, besides Lacey Evans. But that's a different conversation. Uh, but I got Alexa Bliss
2: uh, winning this one, man. It's yeah, uh, you know, uh, yeah. Alexa Bliss is pretty much my favorite too, and she got those hands. Whoa! Man. Look at those gumbos. I don't feel like my, Alexa uh, Bliss
1: is someone that would be interested in. in in another someone that tracks where they poop. <laughs>
2: no, you guys don't know about that? I don't know about that.
1: Braun Strowman is huge on the app where you can mark all the places you've pooped oh, yeah, You can just yeah. bring up a map of God all the places sakes. you've pooed. And he's been all over the globe, right? So every time he poops, he's like, pin that poop, baby. Pin that poop, baby. Pin that poop, baby. Baby. That was
2: poop, funny. Poop, baby. That was funny uh yeah all right so my bank bank. bank. for money in the bank for the women's match i'm actually going to go with dana brooke because they have really been trying to make a big deal out of her even though i don't think she is a big deal and i don't think she'll ever be a big deal but they're gonna push it and they're gonna try that's what they're gonna do because that's what wwe does and for the course of how many weeks now they've been trying to say dana Burke belongs in the division and that's her big push so what way to, what better way for her to go heal and say she belongs in this division than to win money in the bank when nobody wants her to so that's got to be i mean i i originally thought you know with ember moon being in there it was going to be ember moon or mandy rose coming out with this thing but the way they seem to be shifting things it kind of to me feels like They've been trying to push Dana Brooke into all these different matches. I'm gonna go with her for winning this thing. I'll tell you three people it's
1: not gonna be. It's not. I'll give you four people. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be Alexa. It's not gonna be Naomi. It's not gonna be Natalia, and it's not gonna be okay. Bailey. So there's. there's a, okay. Okay. You can't talk of that okay. shit to me, huh, man? Huh, man? Do you wanna? Do
0: you wanna shit on my pick?
1: Okay. Hey, say, say hello to my little pick. I'm not giving you my pick. You have, to, you have to go to thechairshot.com and you have to read the Chairshot staff, you know, uh, picks to, to find out. Hitting at over 73%, uh, if you will, since Survivor nice. Series. So ding, ding. that's a true story. Yeah, really. But I just cut the field in half for you. Um, quick thoughts before we move on to the men's side. What do you guys expect from the match? Who do you expect to stand out regardless of winning or losing in the Money in the Bank match, Rick?
0: Uh, I expect Dana Brooke to to stand out, but I do expect Alexa uh, Bliss to win. Mm-hmm. I, and look, I, I used to make these picks on my show, and I would use my mindset of fantasy booking to make my picks. So I would make my picks on my show, and then I would sit down with the, the picks I made, and then I would sit down with a separate list of people I really think is going to win, and I would hit eighty percent every show. Because when I I pick, like I'm going to start picking the way I, WWE thinks. And you go, you go with the person that's most consistent, most reliable, and that's Alexa Bliss.
1: I, that, you know what? That sounds like some Firefly Funhouse shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
1: And I mean that from the bottom of my heart, Rick. This is a friendship that will never, ever end. DP? Yay! <laughs>
2: How am I supposed to follow that? What am I looking for? Oh, I think Ember Moon's going to do something. I look for Ember Moon to come out of this. I think showing off some stuff since she's been gone for a while with her injury. I think she's going to come out and really try and impress and, and make a, make a name for herself again, kind of, to let people remember who she is. I think Ember Moon's
1: going to be the one we talk about, regardless of whether she wins it or not. From her for her performance in the ring, I think she just continues to get better and better in the ring. Speaking of Firefly Funhouse, before we go over to the men's side, quick thoughts round the horn on the whole Firefly Funhouse and the revealment of what it looks like his mask to the ring and, and possible ring pants, and gear, et cetera, Could be DP. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. He's just.
2: He's gonna be a member of the insane clown posse. Is that is that what we're looking at? I, he's a jiggle. I don't know. Like he he's a juggalo. Be. He's a juggalo. Like Nicky, Nicky, Nick, Nicky Cross is gonna go serious, and he's gonna go back to being this, oh, the the weird. Ah, uh, well, well I'll done, DP. Oh, I'll play
1: with you, Becky. Oh, I'll play with you, Nicky. Yeah, Nicky. Oh, please sign me up. Go ahead, Rick. <laughs>
0: I love it, man. I love it. I love it. Since the first week, everybody was shitting on it. I said, guys, let this develop. You have no idea what, what, what this is capable of being. And, and Greg nailed it. He goes, it's going to it's gonna end up being a, a psycho, just a crazy character. And that's what it's turned into. And I love the character development. I love this. Stu- it's You don't see much of this anymore. Everybody shit on New Day when they started. You had to give New Day some time to find their stitch, and that's what you have to do with this. Let this play out. Uh, We know Bray's lost a lot of weight. He looks good. You know what he's capable of in the ring. Let this character play out. The the fans don't give anything any time anymore. They just automatically start shitting on something, and that kills everything. Give this time to play out, and I guarantee you 90% sure it's going to work out.
1: That's a 90% guarantee, folks. Let's slide it on over to the men's side. I can get a good look at steaks for sticking my head up a cow's ass. Wait, what?
0: What? God damn, we just lost the sale.
1: (laughs) Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, Finn Balor, Ali, Andrade. Let's just get rid of his first name too. Zane and Orton. No first names. Sorry, I apologize for saying Drew and Baron and Finn. Let's get rid of first names. One names. Everyone's Jesus. Everyone's Madonna. Yada, yada, yada. Here we go.
2: Sure. Seal.
1: <laughs> I'll eliminate half the field again. It's not going to be Finn Balor. It's not going to be Randy Orton. It's not going to be Drew McIntyre, and it's not going to be Baron Corbin. Fire one ready, gentlemen.
2: It's going to be Drew McIntyre. <laughs> I had to pick one of the four that you didn't pick. Hey, that you said where was going to be out. <laughs> Yeah, I think Drew McIntyre is one of my favorites on this one. I'd like to see Andrade be one of the one of the upper guys who has a chance to win this thing because I think it, he him with Zelina Vega holding the briefcase coming out and antagonizing the champion is could be a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, Sami Zayn would be another one I think would be a great guy to have it, especially if they if this. I'm I'm assuming these are going to go on before the title matches. Having him with the with the money in the bank briefcase, with you know him kind of getting back together with with Kevin Owens, with the whole you know wild card rule thing where he can come on to other show, and Kevin Owens having a chance to win the WWE title could make it a lot of fun and interesting there as well. No, you know what makes so it like even
1: that. you know what makes it even more fun is Kevin Owens with the title on SmackDown, Sami Zayn with the Money in the Bank contract. And they're always buddy-buddy, but Kevin Owens is always on edge, and it's hilarious because he thinks that Sammy's going to – hes Sammy's like about to – you can see the shadow of Sammy like about to swing something, and it's really like him handing him like a, a, a cupcake, and Kevin Owens is of, all, all scared and paranoid PC. all the time.
0: <laughs> get out of my head, PC.
2: Rick, Rick does this – do you think that's there's I, any chance Baron Corbin wins this thing? That's why I made I, you keep
1: your headphones on.
2: I uh, all right. So my pick is Andrade. Oh,
1: and uh,
0: when we get to the women's uh, match, I'll, I'll explain why. But I, I would not be shocked if Sammy won it. And, uh, I can, <laughs> I said, to get out of my head because that exact scenario is what I was thinking about. Kevin could win. Sammy could have the briefcase, and Kevin is always doing the one turning on other people. Uh, let's have some fun and let's have someone else turn on Kevin. This time. Let's have Kevin get screwed out of something. Uh Baron Corbin, no, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if Vince shoved that up our ass. Orton, no. Finn has the intercontinental title. I think it's gonna be Andrade, and I'll tell you why when we get to the women's title, but uh Andrade and my second pick is Sami Zayn.
1: Okay, okay. I'll tell you what, there's a lot of people that would pay a lot of money to have Vince shove stuff up their ass. Why don't we move on over and talk about... to shake things up around here. Yo, shake that booty. Okay, we talked about Kevin Owens. Let's talk about Kevin Owens versus Kofi Kingston. I think this is a great storyline for Kofi to be involved in. Big E is gone right now. I think Kevin Owens does a phenomenal job of carrying the majority of the oration, the oratory part of the storyline on television. I don't see Kevin Owens winning here. I'd love to see Kevin Owens winning here, but I don't see. I don't think Kofi has any chance of losing this title until SummerSlam. I think it's going to be a phenomenal match. That that's my opinion, man.
2: I I I, I can't disagree with that because that's exactly what I think is going to happen too. I, I love Kevin Owens in in any storyline because he does a phenomenal job and he's great at, like you said, carrying a story and. If, if they need a guy with the microphone, Kevin Owens is the perfect guy to go to. He can, he can carry that story and can carry on, you know, without having more people in this. Like you said, Big E's gone. Xavier was was out for a week or two there. <clears throat> and so it's kind of, there's definitely, it seems to be a bigger story to be told with Kobe Kingston and the New Day with him having the title. And unfortunately, with injuries, they might have to wait a little while to do that. And I, did, yeah, I don't see Kofi being, be losing this thing just yet. I think there's, there's something else bigger in the works and we got to let it play out. Kevin Owens is a great filler here and is not going to be disappointing when it comes to a match because he's phenomenal in the ring as well. So it's going to be a great match. But I, I, yeah, I agree. I don't see Kofi losing it just yet. Why, and I'm asking this because
0: I don't like Kofi as a champion. It doesn't keep my interest whatsoever. But uh, my question, in all seriousness, is why do you think that uh, Kofi is not ready? Why do you think the WWE is not going to pull the title off of him right now?
1: Well, first of all, my long story arc, which if you want to call it long or not, medium story arc for him would be, why not have him lose the title on the first SmackDown on Fox. You know, huge ratings, uh, you know, stack the card against them, bring in somebody different. Have, hell, have Lesnar beat him for it, whatever, you know. Uh, he's not going anywhere. He's sticking around. That's, I, I just, he just got the belt. You know, Biggie is gone. It's not like he can go have a blow off the next pay-per-view and then go back into doing the New Day thing right now. They don't have the New Day thing right now because there's only two of them. Biggie's a really big part of the whole New Day thing, you know. Kofi is the champion, but it, to me, it just suits them best to have him continue to be the champion for right now. That that's that's my answer to that mm-hmm. question. DP, did Are, you have a different opinion on that? Or Rick, did you want to jump in there?
0: Oh yeah, Rick, you got. It. Well, I just what is more Vince McMahon than than shoving something up your ass, as we we alluded to earlier. I think the story of Kofi is, is over. I think, um, first off, I, I, I think I'm going with Kevin Owens here to, to, to win the championship. I, I think Vince is not impressed. I don't think Vince wanted this. I don't think this was Vince's intention uh, to, to hand the championship to Kofi. Um, Vince gave you the, the the fireworks. He gave you the story. He gave you a WrestleMania moment. Well, okay, it's over. We're going to go back to doing things my way, and we're going to get this championship off of Kofi. And maybe uh, form the tag team of the new day between Woods and Kofi. Do something with them as a the tag team. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing, but I can tell you, I don't think Kofi is going to walk out of here with the championship. I think this is where Kevin beats him. I just don't think uh, Vince. I don't. Th- I think Vince would rather have uh, Kevin with that championship around uh, his waist if it'll fit, uh, other than Kofi.
2: <laughs> that might, how do you know? Be- I just don't think this is Kevin Owens. This is a spot for him. Was it? Was this wasn't even the original match to have Kevin Owens in here? I don't. No, think.
0: but but what PC alluded to earlier is, I mean, you, you look at the Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn storyline. You can play with with the Money in the Bank. I mean, that that done right, it could be genius. And I, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Sure. You can also you can do it. You can you do can it the do other. So
0: much both ways. I just can, think Vince is ready to get that championship off of Kofi because it's not really what he wanted.
2: Sure, I, I agree with I agree with that because it was the whole thing that was kind of a build out of nowhere that that right. Kofi got to this level and everything. I I just feel like at that point they they I want to feel like they came up with something like you said earlier. Let it play out, you know. Let's right. let let it see where it's actually going to go. I, I I feel like there was something more. Maybe at the beginning they weren't because I think Ali was supposed to be in this spot originally, you know, uh, whether or not he got to the level that Kofi ended up getting to may not have happened, but he was supposed to be originally in that spot as well. And Kofi kind of got filled in and it grew to this. And I think at some point in that growing, they came up with a plan of something to do this at the end, whether it was, you know, Big E making a turn going heel and, you know, beating up Kofi and end up taking the title from him or something like that. And then, unfortunately, the injury happens and, and, you know, you kind of go in a different route. I don't know if that was necessarily the end, you know, story of that. But I think there was something more to this. And they're getting there and they just have to get past, I don't know, a few months maybe to get to it. If it's going to be at, like, SummerSlam or something like that where they can fully tell the story. I just think there's more there somewhere.
0: Which, again, I'm picking Kevin, but I wouldn't hate – I don't hate the idea of Kofi. I I'm just strictly looking at it from Vince's point of view. This is not what he wanted. Kevin's been champion, he's reliable, he's you know what he you know what he can do. Let's let's put the strap on him and we'll go from there.
1: Vince doesn't even know what he wants. That's why he listens to all the podcasts I do cuz he steals all my <laughs> fucking ideas. All right, let's move on over to the other men's world championship match. Seth Rollins against AJ Styles. Before we start talking about the match, I want to do something different. Let's make a prediction on how many stars you think this match is going to be. One through five, no decimal system. This is in a fucking library. We're not putting books away, okay? I'm going to say three. I think it's not going to be given enough time with all of these matches, and I don't think it's going to live up to what you really, really would want from Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. That's
2: my opinion, man. DP? I don't even know why I'm on the show. <laughs> Did I Ditto. No, all right, <laughs> that's exciting, I, Rick. I, no, I think I just go three, ahead. I, I do. I. That's sad. I. I. That's exactly what I was going to say. I think it's going to be three stars. I think the build to this wasn't as good as it should have been. I think these guys could put on a, a fantastic match and a phenomenal match. No pun intended, but it's just it just doesn't feel like it's there. It, it feels like it should have been a bigger event, and not. It seems like it, this is just kind of a throwaway match, right? And. I don't think they're gonna get that time. I don't think they're gonna put in they're gonna try, but I don't think they're gonna get that effort and it's just not gonna be as great as it could be. Yeah, I agree. I was gonna say three and three quarter star. that's a
1: three. Here. That's a no, three. No no, 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 Are we that's going a...
0: Dave no, system or we we going no, system?
1: said said one through five, no, 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 decimals. But that's okay. I didn't hear the no Dewey desk. I'll go four. I'll go uh, four. Okay. All right. All right. You're changing it. Much like the people that if you you participate in the chair shot staff picks, okay, and you send me your predictions, and one of your predictions is uh, if this happens, this person wins, and if this happens, that person wins. Well, that means I get to pick who you get to pick, okay? <laughs> I I don't care if you think... If you, yeah, if you want to call a DQ or a specific one thing, I'll put it in there, but no one's ever called any of those. So just pick one fucking side or the other, goddammit.
0: Well, then let me ask you a question. If it's anything over three, does that come to me?
1: No, what yeah, I want to do with this on Twitter, then, is this isn't a contest. Then it is tw- now. No, no, this is just something that oh. we're going to enjoy the match figuring out, not right you were, but whether or not okay. your expect the match was met by your expectations, you think okay. it's going to be a four star match coming in. I, DP and I think it's going to be a three. What's it going to be? Are they going to exceed our expectations, or are they going to fail to your expectations? Or, in my opinion, are they going to be given enough time to exceed right. all of our ex- right? That's what I'm saying. Something no, where no, we no, can no. go. Sure, you
0: got to get Ray and Samoa in there. So let's, let's hopefully.
1: Let, let's hope I'm not. Let's hope I'm not sleeping by the time this match is over, and you know we'll take the, We'll have a little nice little Twitter conversation on what we actually thought the match was. How's that sound?
0: Hey, here's some bonus points for you. Um, I think this match will kick off the pay per view.
1: Okay, there's a prediction for you. There's a prediction for you. All, All right. right, we go ahead, DP. No, I like it. Oh, said so I like okay. it. DP likes this. DP likes this. All right, yeah. let's take one more pause for the cause. We got one match left on our Money in the Bank preview. And then we got a last call that is probably a little bit better than better. Some would say Elite.
0: Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com.
2: Always use your head.
1: Make sure you head over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Check out all the great designs. A couple of new, new, uh, two new designs over there. Uh, the classic Baron Corbin sucks. Um, you know, Jesus did the job, etc. etc. Check it out. Enhance your wardrobe. Make people think that you're cool when you're out about on the streets. Okay, just listen to me. Just do it. Go right now. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash. The chair shot. What the fuck are you laughing at, Rick, huh? Go to Pro Wrestling Tees and, and pick up one of them
0: fucking shirts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Love it.
0: I don't know which one. Just to pick them up.
1: Pick one up. Okay, I said it was one match, but it's technically two. Becky Lynch, Becky Two Belts, if you will, defending against Charlotte and Lacey Evans. Rick, I'm going to start with you. We're going to go around the horn. At the end of the night, where does Becky Lynch stand? Uh, We're doing both of them here. Give, give, me, give me everything all in one ball here. As
0: much as I would love to see Lacey Evans uh, win, I think she will not. I think Becky holds on to the Raw Championship, and going back to my Andrade pick, I think, and and I'm not thinking um, rational here. I'm thinking fantasy booking. I think you have Charlotte and Andrade walk out with uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship and the Money in the Bank briefcase, and I think you start your. Uh, Triple H, Stephanie, tight power trip here, and I think uh, Zelina holds the briefcase. Andrade doesn't hold it. Zelina holds the briefcase because Andrade, he's even though he is the Money in the Bank winner, he's too good to hold that that briefcase. You let Zelina hold that.
1: I don't mind that, but you know there is some some room to work with, like Charlotte and Zelina getting mad at each other, et cetera, et cetera. DP, you're shaking your head over there. What do you think about Rick's? Possibility of of a brand new storyline and and, and champion. And what are your thoughts? I could dig it.
2: I could definitely dig a a new power couple. You dig it, sucker. I got that somewhere. Ooh.
0: Not going to lie, uh, I thought that was 70s porn music
1: started. <laughs> <laughs> we might have like, a oh, title. Wait, no, no,
0: wait, that's, that's the hard Hold on, I'm sorry.
1: Not <laughs> Go the ahead, DP. I have, to, I have to write down the title hold for the show on,
2: this dude. week. Hold on, dude. <laughs> <sighs> wow. All right, you got that?
1: I got it. Go ahead. Yeah, this week's uh, episode, DWI Podcast number 202. I thought that was 70s porn music.
2: <laughs> 70s porn. Go ahead, DP. So follow that. Initially, I believed that Becky Two Belts was going to become Becky One Belt at the end of this uh, pay-per-view. I, I, see, I think Becky Lynch, Lacey Evans is going to start off the pay-per-view. Becky Lynch defeating Lacey Evans uh, and then coming out during the SmackDown match with Charlotte. And costing Becky Lynch the SmackDown title and we continue the feud on Raw with Becky Lynch and Lacey Evans. I would really like to see her continue to be Becky Two Belts because I want I, I, I don't want two titles for the women. I we've you know, we've gone through this for a while. I only I only think there should be one title. So the longer she can hold on to both those titles, the better chance I have of that coming true. And I'm going to go with that prediction, even though I think Charlotte Flair is going to end up winning this thing. um, Thanks to Lacey Evans, but I'm going to stick with Becky Two Belts, being Becky Two Belts at the end of this and being able to brag that she has defeated the best of Raw and the best of SmackDown and continues on with whatever they decide to do next. You know, uh,
1: what (laughs) if the show, what if the, not the pre-show, but the Money in the Bank portion, we open with, And it's Charlotte and Becky to start. Becky beats Charlotte. And then Charlotte comes out and costs Becky the Raw title to Lacey Evans. That way we have Becky and Charlotte on SmackDown for Fox as we move into the fall.
0: I don't hate that because Lacey wins. So it's a (laughs) win-win for me.
1: Hey, I'm not making a prediction here because I don't know what I'm going to predict. I never know what I'm going to predict until I end up getting down to Tunney's take after I put in each match and then I write up what comes to my head and that's my freaking prediction. But I think there's a pretty solid chance that Becky walks away with both these belts though.
2: Ooh. Well, and, and what are the odds that there's a cash in, you know, last year they had Alexa bliss cash in the same exact night and win the title. So are they going to do it two years in a row? They could easily have Becky Lynch lose, lose the first title. You know, to Charlotte or something like mm-hmm. that. And then later on, you know, get screwed over by having someone cash in and defeat her. And she comes Becky Nobelts at the end of the night.
0: Or does James Ellsworth come back and... Yeah, right. Two-time women's men on Money in the Bank.
1: You know, it's they teach you this the first day in podcasting. Whenever James Ellsworth comes up, it's time for you to move on to the next topic. Hey, man. <laughs> DP, we got one last thing to talk about. And you know what that is? It's Last Call.
0: Last call. Alcohol. What do you mean it's Last
1: Call? What do you mean it's what old. I mean? Yeah, there's one thing left we're going to talk about, and that's going to be... Oh, damn, it ran out. I really wanted to keep dancing. I know it's not really affiliated with them, but I I don't care. I can do whatever I want. Apparently, today, I'm not going to tell you anymore why. But if I feel like it, we're just going to have a dance break. DP and I are full out Rick. chair, full out chair dancing, and Rick's giving a solid head bob. He's got a smirk on his face. Rick,
2: ever well, wondered what we do on the podcast during a dance break? That's what yeah, we do. To,
1: to pull back the scenes. DP and I dance during every dance break.
0: I am about to say two things. One, I'm hitting the Pee Wee Herman, <laughs> right? And then second, I can't contest that these guys do dance on the dance break. They just don't sit there. So,
1: <laughs> you gotta live the gimmick, it's not brother. A drink break. You gotta live the gimmick. It's not a water break. Gentlemen, it looks like indeed that TNT will be the home for all elite wrestling starting October 1st. I do not believe that Tuesday Night Dynamite was revealed as the name. I don't think that they've come up with or said there's a name yet. I know that was in the consideration. I think that'd be fine with me. They might just call it all elite wrestling on you know Tuesday nights. Your thoughts on them being home with Turner on TNT? On Tuesdays, and then your thoughts on the sixty dollars it's going to cost you to watch Double or Nothing, DP.
2: Let's let Rick clean up on this one. All right, sixty bucks for Double or Nothing. All right, uh, you know what were we paying for WWE's pay-per-views? Sixty bucks on DirecTV? Sure, sixty bucks is that's the going rate for everything. You know that that you know you want to buy well certain boxing matches. You know, or, you know, UFC fights, WWE pay-per-views, everything. It's six, It's going to be right around $60. I, there's no reason to complain or bitch that it costs too much money. It's going to be a full-fledged pay-per-view with fucking stars you want to see, you know. Pay the money. What are you worried about? What's the problem? And it's not like it's every month. You know, I, maybe at some point it'll get down to every month, but you guys were doing it for WWE. If you're seriously bitching that $60 is, is too much. Then what do you want? You want a competing you want a competing company to go out to go up with WWE or Ring of Honor anybody? This is what you're gonna get. This is what you're gonna get.
1: Just to add to that real quick, the other thing too is they're giving it to you on a Saturday night. Get together with the guys, play cards, oh, you know, grill out. It's it's gonna be the end of
2: May. That's what we're doing. Even better. Even better than WWE pay-per-views. Saturdays, where it should be. So you can go have a good fucking time and enjoy some good wrestling. It's gonna be awesome. And being on and and the fact that they have it on TNT just to finish up that that part of it is that's phenomenal. I mean, it being on you know a, a company like TNT or you know any any big name company that's way way better than you know what they could have gotten, and they they got to be stoked about that. Whether they you know if it's Tuesdays whatever they're gonna call it if it's Tuesday nights perfect. You know, that's the old SmackDown slot, right? Now SmackDown's gonna move to Fridays. You're not losing your wrestling on Tuesdays. Tune into All Elite and it's gonna be it's a perfect spot for them to go fill right now. That's just I mean, the that could have that I think timing wise that couldn't have worked out better for them for for all of what they're getting out of this. Uh yeah,
0: sixty bucks, man. Like you said, uh, throw a party. Everybody bring twenty bucks. You'll have beer, you'll have wings, you'll have food. Oh, and you'll get a pay-per-view. And the thing that is on Saturday, I mean, you don't have to worry about going to bed at 11 o'clock because you have to wake up the next day. It's Saturday night. 95% of the people that are going to be watching this don't have to work on Sunday. The $60 price point, I think the problem is people are so used to now paying $10 a month and getting everything that a lot of these new younger fans forgot that, hey, you wanted to watch 12 pay-per-views back in the day? You're dishing out a grand, easy, a year. It's it's not like that anymore. Welcome to how it was when I was growing up, $60. I bitched and complained on Twitter, but if I didn't have family in, guess what I'd be doing? I'd be ordering the pay-per-view. I have family in. I can have it on TV. It's not going to get watched. So I'll just – I'll have to skip this one. TNT, first off, it's not a new WCW. You don't want a new WCW. You want a new AEW. You want a new company with new ideas, new superstars, and guess what, people? Here's a little secret. You can like both of them. You can like AEW without shitting on WWE and vice versa because at the end of the day, it helps the business. It helps the business of wrestling grow. And when was the best time for wrestling, folks? 96 to 2000 when there was competition. That's what you want. I'm hope. No.
1: Wait, what? Yeah, 2003 or four. It was still going strong.
0: What? Yeah. Well, I'm saying when WCW was in business. Oh that!
1: Oh sure, if you're out yeah, that route, sorry.
0: So don't uh, pay attention to you me. You want AEW to grow. You want them to do good, and you want WWE to feel at some point, because it's not going to happen immediately, that they have competition on their heels. But I'm going to tell you one thing: Cody and the Bucks—they're smart. They're not going to try and compete with WWE. They're going to put out their product, and I think with storytelling, it's eventually at some point going to get to competition with the WWE. But, guys, you can like both. You can watch both. It's wrestling. We're wrestling fans. You don't have to shit on the products. Let's watch it, have fun, and talk about it.
1: And that right there, like it or not, is the uncomfortable truth. Big Rick, why don't you tell everybody where they can listen to your brand new show and where they can find you all over social media?
0: iTunes, CastBox app, TheChairShot.com. Just search Uncomfortable Truth. And uh, on Twitter, at Truth. And that's it, man. Uh yeah, uh, Paypal.com forward slash Ricky Four Saints. Send me some money, help the brother out.
1: There you go. <laughs> he ain't too proud to beg, motherfuckers. Nope. Any uh any any preview you can give us on what's coming up? Uh, I know you have the 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 um, the mental health episode that's gonna be dropping here very shortly. Um, any preview on any of the upcoming episodes or anything that you're thinking about that's in the old, you know cranking in the old cheese wheel for the future here as we get into summer?
0: Yeah, man. We Like I said, the the mental health uh, episode is going to drop, what's today? Wednesday, probably Friday, and uh, we're doing a wrestling roundtable this weekend, which I believe you're coming on.
1: You yeah, see? that's right. We are doing that.
0: Uh,
2: if,
0: if you can make it, come on on, Architect. Uh, every time I ask you to come on, you're busy, you're sick. So
2: I just <laughs> give it up
0: asking you. But uh, uh, office, the office, I mean, yeah, we're going to do office... Watch.
2: Right,
0: I'm the asshole. We're gonna do office trivia. We're gonna do a Marvel versus DC episode. I'm about to finish all the DC movies and just anything and everything, man. As it hits, as it comes to me, we'll just put out episodes.
1: I can't wait. I I love the new combination of what you're doing on the new podcast, and I think the people are gonna enjoy it. DP, let's let everybody know where they can find us on the Twitter. It's at podcast dwi. They can also check us out on Facebook at facebook.com/slash. DWI podcast and on Instagram at it's me DPP for those Bruce city wrestling events. And you can find DPP at it's me DPP right there on the Twitter. If you tweet something good enough or something that piques his interest, he'll get back to you. You can find me at PC Tunney. You probably just, you know, breeze past me and I'll, I'll, I'll hit you up because I'm on there all the time. But uh, yeah, folks, uh, that's it for this week's edition. Number 202. Huge. Thanks to big Rick. Like I said, Please listen to that podcast. He does a wonderful job podcasting. He always has great guests on, great topics. It sounds like an even more wide variety of topics. DP, I'm going to let Rick have the last words today before we exit out, but uh, my last thoughts are enjoy money in the bank. If you got to consume it uh, twice, tune in next week to the DWI podcast. We're going to have an all-elite double or nothing preview. DP, your last thoughts for 202. Fear the deer. Amen. Amen. Let's go, Giannis. Rick, last thoughts on the podcast number 202.
0: Pelicans have the number one overall pick. Ooh,
1: ooh there we go. Folks, you've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as D. D. W. W. I. Ah.
2: Ah. Or should we say Zai? Zai.
1: Yes. Oh, there you go for all you Pelican fans! Uh, you guys should trade Davis and get Barrett and Zion. I'm telling you, do it, do it,
2: do it.